Welcome to the Down the Pool podcast. Yesterday I got to hang out with the lads from the Liverpool FC Halifax Supporters Club. Uh, we recorded a mini episode about the Liverpool Man United game. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Head to downthepub.ta to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. like big game tomorrow uh, United are the only team to take points during this season yep. if I'm correct so for people just getting into football because like people who listen to the podcast that are just starting to get into it um, tell them how big this game is it's huge just um, like growing up over obviously in England um, I remember like when I was young watching Liverpool and at that time Liverpool were the team to beat and then just Come like the mid '90s, like well, the early '90s to the mid '90s, just seeing Manchester United winning that first Premier League, and then like it just seemed like every year they won the league, they won a trophy, and it was just getting harder and harder. But the the games were like you obviously, in, like I think Alex Ferguson had famously said that his intention was to knock Liverpool off the perch, and he well and truly did that. So, but the rival, obviously, the cities are so close and everything like that. So it's it's uh, a huge rivalry, and right now it's, it's fantastic to be a Liverpool fan because the shoe's on the other foot now. And <laughs> watching how far Manchester United have fallen, but it's it's a game you can never take for granted because over that period of dominance that Manchester United had, Liverpool did give them a few good games. And I always remember the the three three when Reza Rodic scored that headed goal, like back in I think, I don't know, I think it was like '94 or something, like some, but it was. Um, yeah, so form kind of goes out the window for these games, and um, uh, yeah, I just hope that. It's funny to think of uh, Razor Ruddock and Van Dyke playing for the same club, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were scary times back then. Like Nigel Clough up front and Stigan Gibbyonaby and all those those players. Well, you're, you're right though. Like Liverpool have come close quite a quite a few times. Obviously, the the Slippy G year and uh, yeah. there's been a few other ones, but I mean. It's, I know, yeah. but I mean, at least you've had the opportunity to get that close. So, yeah. but it's yeah. it's like it's it's definitely um, like this Liverpool team now compared to those teams. Like, oh, this like people is are, definitely the biggest. It's only like two or three years ago people were talking about like uh, like Klopp being a loser. Like I mean, because he's lost a couple of finals yeah. and two, all that two years ago. So, yeah. Like what, what a turnaround! But that's the thing that I think makes Liverpool strong today is that. They have lost a Europa League final. They've lost a Champions League final. They missed out on the league by a single point. And Klopp kept belief in all his players throughout that time. Yes, they made a few signings, but we have the same core group. So they know what it feels like to lose. And I think that's our biggest strength at the moment. We have the, we have character now, which we didn't have before. Oh, definitely. I mean, like you've got like, like 
Uh, I mean, I, I think was it last week you guys were talking about, or you were doing like your thing at halftime, you were talking about like how much Jordan Henderson has improved. Mm-hmm. Like that guy, like I hate him. Like, like I'm not even a Liverpool supporter because he played for England and he he wasn't. He's kind of like a little bit like samey compared to other players. The last couple of years under Klopp. He's like come out of Steven Gerrard's uh, shadow, and like it's uh, it's incredible the kind of player he's become, and that's I think that's the secret. Is like it's not just about Salah and uh, Mane and Firmino; it's like everybody else that just cogs in the machine. Like so, like what do you think he's done with Henderson to make him? I think he's he's just giving him that confidence, uh, and that, I think that skill that's always been there and, and not been perhaps recognized. I, I think you know, credit to Jordan Henderson because he works his socks off, and he has always believed in himself uh, and brought that determination uh, and work ethic. Uh, I mean, he just uh, played, I think he's played, what, uh, it was 308 appearances in the Premier League. It's the most, it's the most uh, in the last decade. Uh, Isn't that insane? And, and so it's like, so how does somebody like that fly under the radar for so long or so underappreciated? Uh, and, uh, but I think that uh, it just comes back to the fact that just like the Liverpool team that we're seeing you know, last year and then has moved on this year, is they're, they're just relentless and they work their socks off uh, every minute that they are on the pitch. Uh, and I, I don't know, I mean, like to me, uh, I still think that the image that resonates to, to me in terms of what Henderson brings to the team and what he spins into it uh, were the scenes just after we had beaten Barcelona 4-0 in that second leg of the Champions League semi-final and there is Hendo he's flat on his pitch in the match. he looks completely knackered there's totally spent he needed help to get to his feet again he had given everything until the last minute and there was absolutely nothing left to give uh, and uh, and that I think that just uh, you know embodies of uh, that confidence uh, you know the energy that he brings but also the the platform that everybody else has built there to, to give him that opportunity to, to play the way he does that's kind of what you want from your captain too right yeah, absolutely yeah. absolutely he he drives he does set that work uh, example so uh, do you think it'll be a, a tough game and how do you think Liverpool are going to approach it uh, Jamie so I think it could be I think we're going to see a 2-0 or a 1-0 kind of game it's kind of what happens um, we've actually haven't beat United I think since two years I think it was something like that really? was, yeah some punditry was talking about this morning you need to like, fix that yeah I think it was <laughs> I think it was at the end of 18 we won Three one or something at Anfield could be wrong on that one, but um, so really it's been a bunch of draws and losses, so it's going to be tough. Um, the way they counter and the way we play, for both stick to eight like game plan A, it could be fire fireworks going off. You know, I mean, it could be a good game. I just they don't have quality. I don't think they have the quality to match, and um, Rashford might be injured, right? So yeah. um, without him at the front, I just don't see it happening for them. To be honest. Not stopping this team right now, you know. He actually got uh, Ole actually got a lot of criticism for playing Rashford during the week in the um, the FA Cup. Like with this game coming up, do you think that was a huge mistake for him to do? I I don't know. I I think uh, I think perhaps they're being realistic uh, in terms of what can they still go for this season. Yeah, that's the priority, so, really. Yeah, yeah right. This yeah, it, it's not the Premier League championship, right? I think it's, you know, can they still get some silverware uh, and salvage what's 
otherwise being a little bit of a mediocre uh, season uh, you know, for them. I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I think that, again, it's kind of almost surprising that they've crept up the way that they have. Uh, uh, and uh, But uh, to me, it's uh, silverware, and then they just want to probably consolidate. I, I don't think they'll get a Champions League uh, spot this year, but they, they definitely want to play again in Europe. Uh, so between those two things... Uh, that's that's their priority right now, and so he probably looks at it as an acceptable risk uh, for for Rashford. He may try and play through the pain barrier tomorrow. Uh, you know, players do that all the time, uh, but uh, we'll see if it uh, costs him even more uh, in the home stretch for the season, uh, not just in the Premier League, but in the cup tournaments as well. I'm not sure that. Uh United fans will want to hear that they're prioritising the game against Wolves and on front of a Liverpool game to be perfectly honest <laughs> maybe that's why Ali's in uh, in trouble to be honest um, but but uh, you're right though I mean like like the FA like they have kind of crept up a little bit in the league but it's, I think it's more I, to I do with I think that's more a false thing though because everybody else is just shot them in the best of a bad bunch right now like and they're not they thanks. picked up a couple of well it's true, it's true. well thanks yeah <laughs> but um yeah because there's an Arsenal draw again today like every, mm-hmm. like nobody wants to challenge the top four it seems maybe Wolves like is the, the, the main challenge of them so. yeah it, it has been a, an odd season that way uh, I mean much to our benefit uh, as a Liverpool supporter but yeah in terms wouldn't of the, matters, we'd be winning anyway yeah. Yeah, and, that, and I mean, so once again, you know, we've got Crystal Palace coming back and poking Sydney in the eye at home uh, at the Etihad, uh, and you know, teams that you know, are much lower down still. So I, th- I think that it shows that the Premier League is still a very interesting league, uh, but I, I, I think also it speaks to just what an amazing season Liverpool is having to... to Float even way uh, above that. I, I think it, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's like the the bigger teams are crap this year. Like like obviously Arsenal, Everton, Tottenham have gone through a lot of crises like this, this this season. But it's also there's not the gap. Like I mean, like even like Norwich, like like have done not so bad this year. So I think that the, the gap in between the teams between like like, well, I, like I fourth said, and like yeah. the bottom isn't as big as what it used to be well, and this is the crazy thing because when Southampton were winning 2-0 today I sent you a message and I said like if they win they've got the same points as Tottenham like and you go back two or three weeks and they were yeah. like down in the relegation fight pretty much yeah. it's crazy this year like so, so you're like, you know, like, how can I make his day even worse? Uh, no, I was, I'll send him this message. Go fuck yourself. I mean, I'm definitely enjoying the ride this year. I, 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 I would be astonished if we were to see a repeat next season, for example. Uh, yeah, I feel like there'll be another team that goes yeah. a little bit stronger than than this year. I, th- I think, I think Chelsea. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. Chelsea, with having the ability to spend money again, might do something. But the, the thing is that like Lampard's never had he's yeah. only he's only managed one team, so it's like it's a big thing for him to bring in the right players and not blow a yeah. ton of money again. And I don't I don't think Chelsea are that spending power like the way Man City are. Leicester so, and Brendan Rodgers, I think, is definitely a team to keep in mind. I I honestly just think that like Tottenham should like put their hand in their pocket for once and just buy that team. Because <laughs> <laughs> because I mean like, I'm surprised like I honestly am like like like. The, the players that they have like I mean like they've done so well to hang on to them like I mean like Thielman's how they got him in the summer and nobody else bought him that's a huge cue for them and then they've got Chilwell Madison like I mean like yeah. they're an example for 
those mid-range t- uh, teams of how to do your business and like do it well so yeah King Brendan King Brendan yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well Solskjaer he said earlier this week that he's figured out how to play against Liverpool and because of that statement alone I hope we pound them tomorrow <laughs> yeah actually this is what I'll do um, so let's do predictions what score 3 nothing. Liverpool obviously Jamie? 3-1. Liverpool. They're both I guess I 3-1 Liverpool as well. I'm going to say 4-0. Mm. I, I feel like wow. we're going to just go at them. 5-1. Jesus Ooh. Christ. Oh, a, pro- like a proper like thrashing. <laughs> yeah, proper thrashing. I'm, uh, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Yeah, you would. That's such a Tottenham scoreline, isn't it? No, no. It's a Tottenham scoreline. It's very Liverpool United scoreline. It's a 2-1 for your team. In your smile, bring me laughter all the while. In this world where we live, there should be more happiness. So much joy you can give to each brand new bright tomorrow. Make me happy through the years. Never bring me. Thanks for listening to this mini episode of the Down the Pub podcast. I had a great time hanging out with the lads from the Liverpool FC Supporters Club here in Halifax. We got to hang out with the Economy Shoe Shop. I really want to thank them for hosting us. Um, I definitely recommend going there for their happy hour special um, every day between four and seven four dollar points you can't get better than that i'd also recommend if you're a liverpool fan heading over to the liverpool sc halifax's uh, facebook page to join their club it really is an awesome club and they take care of their members really really well it's definitely worth a subscription fee um, we'll be releasing the full episode on friday you can head to the down the pub.ca website to subscribe so you never miss an episode until next time cheers